Chapter 5 Every camera set up in Battle Center B short-circuited at the same time. The images fuzzed and glitched and went dark, blackening the facility's view of the events taking place. There was a brief fumble to restore connection, the screens fuzzing back into view. Where Point Zero had once stood, near invincible and nigh indomitable, was a mere shell of metal and shrouded in a cloud of dust. The towering 137 feet of titanium alloy had been eaten away, reduced to rust and hunks of brittle metal that barely cleared 20 feet. The entire thing looked as though the ravages of time had intensified a thousandfold, reducing it to nothing but ruin in seconds. The faces of the buildings on either side of it had met a similar fate, piles of sand and concrete dust, the only signs that the buildings had ever been whole. All Might stared at the stabilizing video feed in dead silence, the rest of the UA staff practically invisible around him. He frantically consulted the list of applicants in Battle Center B, but none of them had a quirk capable of such wanton destruction in such a short amount of time. His eyes caught on a name that burned recognition into his retinas, his fingers tightening on the edges of the paper. Midoriya Izuku, examinee number 2234, Registered quirk, quirkless. That was... But that was impossible. He'd seen the results of the boy's quirk firsthand. He'd had to fabricate a story about the slime villain getting away so that the teary-eyed boy wouldn't inadvertently ruin his own life. W what the heck is this? Some kind of misprint? His voice was a low hiss, not loud enough to draw attention, but with enough volume to vent a little frustration. Whatever weirdness was going on, all Might really hoped it didn't turn out to be unnecessarily convoluted. Whoa, did you see that? What the heck happened? Whose quirk was that? No idea, but it must be crazy strong. Tenya Ida allowed the inquiries and exclamations of his fellow examinees swirl around him like a tide pool, one shaking hand moving to carefully adjust his already impeccably balanced glasses. From what he could hear, no one else had even seen the quirk responsible for destroying the zero-point enemy, himself included. But Ida, Ida had seen the boy responsible, the one with the poorly coordinated tracksuit. He had been the only one moving towards the hulking machine. But why would he? A flash of brown hair caught his eye, and he was struck with recognition upon catching sight of the girl from earlier. The one that colorful tracksuit had been going to bother— she hadn't been running with everyone else. Had she been waylaid? Was that... Had that boy run back to save her? She looked physically unharmed, but her face was ashen, and she looked as if she might be sick at any moment. And the boy. Ida winced and raised his gaze a few degrees. Well, the boy certainly had no qualms about being sick. He just didn't understand. A boy with such a powerful quirk? How had no one even caught a glimpse? Izuku Midoriya could feel the static on his tongue. Every sensation was wrong, flowing in a gelatinous lump like crystallizing syrup. He was vaguely aware of the blood-tinged vomit dripping down his chin. His lip busted open, and one of his teeth cracked from a third impact with the ground. Objectively, he knew of these things, but they were distant, like watching grainy footage of old wars in history class. It was real, but it couldn't touch him. The flow of time and his physicality 
existed on a different plane to his swimming consciousness. The only link was his voice, hoarse and cluttered with adhesive gunk, and desperately repeating the same syllables. Open your eyes, open your eyes, open your eyes, open... The mantra felt important, beyond serving as his grounding. He was... It was a favor, maybe? He was doing someone a favor. They had listened, and now he was... He had to let them know, because he had said he would. It was only fair. All right? Something, a snippet of another voice. Its gentle strings wound tight and pulled him congruent with the accepted reality. There was an alignment, Izuku's senses slotting and clicking into place, until he could see the swirl of fluids on the dusty concrete and he could feel his bleeding palms and the ache of his tooth and his lower lip oozing blood. His hearing was the last to return, quietly slinking in once the nauseating scent of bile had already turned his stomach. "'Should fix you right up, honey!' He vaguely felt a firm pressure press against the top of his head, and there was a part of him that wanted him to make sure he hadn't lost any clips from his hair. He glanced up in confusion, everything still moving a few frames behind, and the world dimmed as if the sun had gone out when he caught sight of an older woman in a nurse's uniform. Recovery, girl, he slurred, the stars in his eyes lopsided, the ingrained knowledge of her quirk allowing him a moment to prepare himself when his limbs weakened, the crack in his tooth sealing up along with every other cut and abrasion on his body. Once the buzz of pain was removed, his awareness snapped into place, the world becoming whole once more, that girl, is she all right? Midoriya questioned breathlessly, swaying up onto his own two feet and glancing around frantically. The sight of her, leaning against a chunk of machinery, with not a single scratch on her. Relief blossomed clear and warm in his chest. Recovery girl's reassurances went unheard as he staggered over towards her, one arm trembling as he raised it in a greeting. Hey, um, are you feeling... Her gaze, wide and glazed, snapped towards him the moment he started speaking. She was pale and shaking, flinching reflexively when he moved forward. Izuku could, he could see it in her eyes, the same thing he saw in the mirror whenever he forgot not to look. He could see her fear, and it shattered his insides to dust. Every molecule of positivity erupted like firecrackers, a crawling tingle that lived far beneath his skin. Every lump of tissue in his chest had vacated and left him absolutely hollow. All he had left was his own stuttering breaths, aching and raw and never pulling in the oxygen he needed to halt the chaotic spinning of his head. Tears spilled down his face in revolting gushes, facial muscles twitching and trembling with effort. He had to smile. He had to or it was all over, and he could feel the wires snapping and one side of his mouth could just barely move, but it was still there still barely in one piece. And he would. He'd move forward. And he'd fall. And he'd rise to his feet, spitting blood until he couldn't see through the tears anymore. I'm s sorry. He choked out in a whimper, turning on a heel to sprint and trip and stumble. And he had to leave. He just needed a minute. Just a minute. Just needed to think. Izuku's shoes slapped the pavement as he bolted from the testing area. His back turned, but the haunted gaze he created burning behind his tear-stained eyeballs. The following seven days existed solely as a block of rotten time, dark and odorous and sickening. Midoriya lived through them in a strange catatonia, 
interspersing long periods of static with bursts of manic depression. When his head would clear, he would pace back and forth, digging a rut into his carpet as self-hatred stained the walls. There were brief periods where he would sob under his covers, absolutely certain that he had failed the exam. He hadn't gotten any points. He would never succeed, never be more, never escape the torture of his cursed quirk. And other times, he would grit his teeth and scratch lines down his arms, angry at himself and the world, furious that all his hard work was worthless because he just wasn't lucky enough, just wasn't born right. He'd stand in the bathroom with his shirt off, tracing angry scars with his nails, and half-wishing to carve them open and release the evil trapped under them. He'd torn down one of his All Might posters in a fit of rage, and spent an hour unable to stop crying when its scraps were left on his floor. He hadn't had enough tape to put the whole thing back together, and he'd already spent his allowance on more colorful accessories, hoping they would be enough to keep him in one piece. He shoved the remains of the poster away in one of his desk drawers and pretended it didn't matter. The only time he ever felt even close to normal was when he had to pretend for his mother. It ripped at his heart to feed into her denial, to act the shy, loving son who didn't hate himself. It wasn't that he didn't love his mother, but the disconnect was so strong that sometimes he wasn't sure if all of his behaviors around her were artificial or not. It was almost like flipping a switch, the manner in which he engaged her in light conversation and shared old jokes and asked after her hobbies, when only minutes before he had been hardly able to think through the fuzz in his head. Whatever the case was, as long as she didn't push past his delicate web of lies, things would be okay. The seventh day was spent huddled in the living room, notebooks sprawled on his lap, and a pen digging into his fingers from his white-knuckled grip. He didn't... His chances of getting into UA were slim to none, but he had to prepare for the worst. Best? Case scenario. If by some fluke of universal constants he made it in, then he had to be ready. He had feverishly researched information about the school's staff online, but the information present had been frustratingly vague. He knew of heroes like Present Mike, Best Genist, and Cementos, but their particular quirks and his vague sketches of their behavioral patterns didn't sound too threatening. He had to worry about anyone that would see through him, that wouldn't be simpler to trick, who wouldn't accept whatever lies he came up with on the spot. Unfortunately, the majority of popular pro-heroes were intelligent, and likely adept at seeing through lies from so many brushes with villainy, so he simply had to rely on his own lack of social graces and anxiety to give him some sort of safety net. All he had to do was make sure. Izuku, sweetie! There's mail for you! His mother's voice cut through his haze of frantic thoughts, and he spent half of a moment staring into the air with a blank expression, before he stumbled off the couch and lurched towards the door. Izuku, it's your test results! His eyes went wide enough to nearly erupt from his head, and he narrowly avoided slamming into the opposite wall when he skidded into the entranceway of the apartment. His mother stood with the letter in hand, face already turned to smile encouragingly at him with pinpricks of tears in the corner of her eyes. He accepted the letter with trembling hands, the wax seal burning a hole in his retinas. Th thanks so much. Um, I'm just gonna go look at this in my room. Okay, thank you, Mom. He hugged her around the neck with one arm, before tearing back to his room, scooping up his notebooks and slamming the all-might decorated door behind him. 
Midoriya's breathing was harsh and deafening in his ears, the frantic rhythm a welcome reprieve from hissing white noise. He brushed a fingertip across the seal on the letter, dreading the future within it. It would change everything. It would either put his dreams in danger or completely destroy them. He couldn't imagine either one being worse than the other. But he had to. Izuku ripped open the letter with trembling fingers, a little round device clattering onto the surface of his desk. He flinched when it burst into light and color, illuminating the dark of his bedroom with All Might's staggering visage. Kablam! I am here in a holographic video form! Isn't that neat? It was a pre-recorded video depicting All Might in front of some gaudy background. The hero glanced off screen, perhaps receiving instructions from someone else. Ahem. Well, young Izuku Midoriya, you passed the UA's written exam with flying colors. Congratulations. Unfortunately, you earned zero combat points in the practical exam. It'd, it'd be in poor taste to congratulate him for that, right? All Might questioned off-screen, receiving an unheard response. Well, edit it in the post, then. Anyway, fear not, young Midoriya. There's something I think you'd like to see. Another video burst to life in the corner, depicting the same girl he had saved. The same one he had, either way. She appeared rosy-cheeked and lively again, approaching present Mike with a sheepish look on her face. Izuku could barely breathe because she was okay. She wasn't terrified or withdrawn, and he could barely even fathom it. Couldn't understand what it was like to be afraid and have it end. For the terror not to linger at the fringes forever, and... Um, excuse me? Mr. Present Mike? Sorry to interrupt, but... Do you remember the boy with the messy hair and all the... She gestured the sides of her head. All the clips? Had lots of freckles and an ugly tracksuit? I wanted to ask if it'd be alright if I... Maybe gave him some of my points from the exam? I could see how hard he was trying, and he even gave up on his chance to earn points to save me. And... Her face fell from its previous exuberance into something quiet and almost ashamed. I think I might have accidentally upset him after he saved me. And I really didn't mean to, and I think he really deserves to pass. The video paused, nothing more than a smear of color due to the sheen of tears that blurred Izuku's vision. He twisted one hand in the fabric of his shirt, the tactile sensation just barely keeping him in one piece. He'd never, no one had ever spoken up like that for him before, had never cared enough to ask after him, to want to help him. He swallowed down a sob when All Might began speaking again. Seems you made quite the impression, does it not? You, young Midoriya, have made your selflessness known in a big way. All Might turned to face the camera directly, his chiseled face pulling into a shining grin. For you see, the practical exam was not graded on combat prowess alone. A second factor was voted on by a panel of judges. Once your actions were reviewed and corroborated by your fellow examinees, and for that reason, I am proud to say you passed with 60 rescue points! All Might flashed a thumbs up, every inch of him glowing with that heroic light, the light Izuku had sought so desperately, the light that was now within his reach. You passed the exam, Izuku Midoriya. Your heroic bravery and selflessness will be a good fit with us here at UA.